Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Rant Not Over. I am the host, Rihanna, and we're just not going to talk about, you know, why I took some time off. We're just going to talk about why I'm so excited for this topic um, and why I decided to uproot Rant Not Over from the grave. But it's, you know, going back to last time I kind of spoke about only wanting to bring content that I felt was like really purposeful and not that I don't have a million thoughts going in my head at all times that I could easily rant about on the daily, but this one just seemed to be like such a big theme, such an overarching theme, you'll see why, but um, just something that, you know, not only did I want my contribution to the topic, but I wanted the contribution of some of my closest family and friends and their ideas and their kind of feelings surrounding it. So I'm talking about today kind of finding your peace in chaos. And it's such an individualized response, which is why I didn't want to just come on here and like talk about, you know, what I feel about it. I've given a lot of thought, a lot of writing, a lot of journaling, a lot of, you know, receiving information via podcast, um, just conversations that I've had, etc. But I do think I would be doing this topic a disservice, um, an injustice, if you will, if I did not kind of pull my community and the people that mean the most to me. Um, So, yeah, essentially, I just finding your peace in chaos. And the question that I did ask, I would say about 20 people, um, and not all of them responded. It's fine. Life is busy. I get it. I get it. So, but for those of you that did respond, I am so grateful I had... Um, I was just overwhelmed by the, in a good way, by the caliber of the responses. Like, I was expecting, you know, like maybe a list or a few things, but the majority of people put in such a great deal of effort and thoughtfulness that it was just so cool to read, not only because of their effort, but because like these are people that really mean a lot to me. And so to kind of get a glimpse into like what makes them happy and what keeps them going, um, just it was amazing. It meant a lot to me and also for them taking the time to do it. So again, thank you. And also just because this life is not easy and we do have to lean into these things that, you know, in the grander scheme of things that like keep us going. And, um, and I think to invoke that thought in others was something I was also trying to achieve because this is something that I think about often. I also wanted like the people that I care about to kind of like, if you haven't, consciously given this thought give it some thought get back to me and some people did take a few days some people responded immediately some people took a few hours some people took a day or two to respond and so anyways I'm just really grateful but I am going to um get into it everyone will remain nameless but just kind of giving some overarching themes that um were pretty consistent and then going into some specific responses that I just thought were beautiful and then I will give of course my two cents at the end so um Just to back up a little bit, the question that I did ask everyone, um, I said, what is the one thing about your personal journey slash pursuit of figuring things out that has given you joy and peace amidst all of the inevitable chaos of life? Can be as specific or vague as you'd like. So one more time, I said, what is the one thing about your personal journey slash pursuit of figuring things out? That has given you joy and peace amidst all the inevitable chaos of life. So a huge theme, um, I would say maybe four or five people responded, 
with this answer directly and maybe a few indirectly, but I just love it. It gives me goosebumps, but controlling what you can control. I have a control tattoo on my forearm or yeah, on my upper arm and I get asked all the time what it means and I like hate giving responses of what my tattoo means, but controlling what you can control is essentially that. Um, and I just thought it was such a beautiful sentiment because it is something that I have been actively practicing in life. My mother was, I think, the first one to kind of instill that in me a few years ago of like, just controlling what you can control, control what you can control. She kind of said it, said it repetitively um, in a way that just made it stick and really just like be at the forefront of my mind at all times, whether something as big as, I don't know, I can't think of something super big, but like, or something as small as getting my car towed or like whatever the situation was or like getting cut off at a red light, like whatever it was, just like taking a deep breath and realizing, you know, you can only control what, um, you can control. And, and I'll read you um, one response that I found um, that was, or not that I found, that was sent to me particularly um, in this. Actually, I'll, I'll share a few, but I'll kind of paraphrase them. So um, this one said, one thing that, it hel- that has helped me a ton while I was in the midst of transitional times was realizing, understanding, and accepting that I can control only what I can control. Once I gave up this desire to control any and all things, I found more peace. Um, I found myself more at peace and tied to a lot less of what I felt like were prior obligations. So just basically turning within, realizing that once you kind of detach this idea to control other things around you, you can kind of find more peace within yourself. Um, Another one says... Basically, uh, the only control you have over the situation is the way you react to it. Um, This has been a hard lesson that has presented itself time and time again in my life. I try now to assess the situation more before I become reactive. Most of the time, it it is a reflection of others, not of me. Sometimes it gets resolved, works itself out. Sometimes it doesn't. Either way, um, just making sure it doesn't disrupt my peace. Um... Is something that is out of your control. And I think that is also so beautiful because I think often, I mean, we are all guilty of it. And it's something that I have definitely worked on consciously of realizing what is in your control. Like, and sometimes it helps to actively name those things. Um, you know, for instance, your reaction, um, your intentions, your words, like how you choose to communicate or lack thereof um, with someone else your thoughts, what you let fester, what you let grow um, inside of you, and, you know, what you put out there. And it can go as, like, I guess simple as what you eat that day, right? Like, what you consume, what you allow, like, all of these things. But when you just kind of write down, of like, what do I have control over and putting all of your energy into that as opposed to, well, what do they think of me? Or how are they going to react to this? Or... um you know, why did they treat me this way? Like all of these things and really just reflecting and inflecting. And I think it just brings everything back center. Um, so yeah, I just always think that's a beautiful sentiment of controlling what you can control. And again, that was a recurring theme with these answers. Um, another, one of my close friends said making time for yourself. So just making sure that I carve out time every day, even if it's just a few minutes to do something that I want to do and just to recharge mentally and emotionally. 
Um, I think that is also something we can all benefit from, whether we actually make time for it or whether it's just a lingering thought that we have and never actually execute. Like, making time for ourselves has to stop seeming selfish. And honestly, it can seem selfish, but I think we have to stop denoting selfishness with, like, bad or toxic or you know, harmful to others. Like you can be selfish in the sense of I need time to recharge. I need time to reset. I need time to myself. And then just setting those internal boundaries, um, just makes a difference. It makes the difference, honestly. And, uh, if you're afraid, and I've always said this and I will say it again and again and again, if you are afraid to spend time with yourself, maybe ask yourself why, if you're afraid to spend that quiet time, that alone time, that reflection, that recharge, um, ask yourself why. And I'll just leave that there. Um, Another one of my close friends said self-love. They go on to say that your value is intrinsic and finding confidence in that is mandatory for happiness. And if you know me, you know I am a huge advocate for self-love and not in a delusional, you know, superficial way. Like, yeah, I love myself, but actually to your core, loving who you are, and that means flaws and all, that means your scars, your wounds, the parts of you that still need to heal, the parts of you that you've already accepted, the parts of you that you enjoy and you actually like, like it means flaws and all, like from your head to your toes, loving yourself, even on your worst days, Um, that love is unwavering, and this person also goes on to say that um, this self-love, you know, makes you more equipped to help others and to be of service of others. And that is a huge kind of way to find peace and joy in this life is, you know, sharing that, whether it's just in interactions, like being more of a positive, uplifting person with strangers, with your family, with your friends, um, you know, just being a positive contributor to those around you. And that does start within. So I just think that is a beautiful sentiment as well. Um, another one of my friends said, figuring it out looks different for everyone. Um, and just realizing that you're exactly where you are supposed to be, you know, no matter what age you are, whether you, people think you should be having kids, get engaged, be married, have a successful career. Like there's a lot of external comparison that can happen, whether we realize it or not, it's just inevitable at times. But I think just coming back to that home base and finding peace and knowing I am exactly where I need to be. And the continuation, she also goes on to say that the continuation of the learning and the figuring it out is the fulfillment of it all. And not that I have to obtain this thing, but that it's the journey. Um, And I love that. Um, A few people said leaning on supportive friends and family. I had about three to four responses that they feel like they find peace and joy in leaning on their supportive friends and family. And I think we can all agree with that. I think it feels a little different depending on your level of vulnerability and honestly the quality of your community around, like surrounding you. You know, I have an extremely, like, I'm just so extremely grateful for the group that I have in my corner, my friends and family the same. Um, and so I feel extremely grateful that was so repetitive so sorry but you know just the ability to be able to talk to them and have them as sounding boards and 
being able to confide in them and know that it's all coming from, you know, know that they're a safe place and that everything that they respond is coming from a place of love. I think that is important, and especially on our down days. Um, this person also goes on to say that, you know, surrounding myself with people who inspire me as I try to continue to be more comfortable with who I am as a person um, and just bringing peace and comforting energy, not just when things are good, but also during the tough times too. So I think that's important to note that, it's not just when things are good and up and yeah, everyone wants to be on your side and on your team and cheering you on, but genuinely like take a look around you who's there when you're down and when you're sad. And even if you're not verbal about it, like who's noticing that you maybe haven't posted something in two days or, you know, you haven't reached out to them or like who's noticing these energy shifts and, um, lean into those people because they care about you. And, you know, it's, they are far and few between, so hold on to them if you got them. Uh, let's see what else. So um, allowing another person says allowing softness and emotion. Um, and I think the most beautiful part of this response, so they go on to say choosing to be soft and emotional has allowed me to really happy cry so often, and it's honestly the purest form of joy I get to feel in my body. And I'm just going to pause there. And just take a deep breath and let that resonate with, I just got goosebumps, let that resonate with everyone. I think we've all hopefully experienced a moment of tears of happiness, tears of joy. And I can agree personally that that is probably like the greatest expression of joy that you can feel like physically, you know, laughter, yes, you know, smiling, sure, um, but the fact that your body is so happy that it cannot contain, like it has to physically exert tears <laughs> to, which is, you know, typically equated with like being sad, like it has to exert some sort of like physical outburst of emotion. Um, I think it's special. And I just, I know I've had that feeling, but to like see it written down in stone uh, just really resonated with me. Um, they also go on to say that, you know, peace really only comes when I'm not figuring on, focusing on figuring it out and just remembering that the time is now and I'm here because I'm supposed to be. Um, and I think that is so beautiful, just letting it flow. And um, the last but not least, they say that, because I did say one thing for, you know, my question for everyone was one thing. However, they did not only give one, and I love that. I didn't want them to only narrow it down to one. I wanted to hear everything. Um, and so this person says... If I had to, if it had to be one thing, it would be love. Just choosing to love and finding something to love in anything makes time so much better. So I think we can all agree with that. Love in its purest form is the epitome of what we're all trying to achieve, whether it's self-love, romantic, platonic, you know, familial, like that is the epitome of um, living. Um, so another one of my friends says, finding fulfillment and seeing how things work out, understanding to not be too attached to the highs or the lows because life is unexpected. And so I just thought that to be very matter of fact and really admirable, um, you know, just seeing the fulfillment in the what ifs, right? Like not just kind of having this expectation of an outcome because that is where disappointment lies and you know we're only human it happens we want things to go our way or a certain way and we attach ourselves to that but I think just having this 
feeling of things will work out how they were supposed to and I will be fulfilled in knowing that whether it goes the way I want to or not just having the fulfillment in the plan in the larger plan um this person also says making other people happy and feel cared for so just you know just again just showing that love and having that love and just making it known to those that you care about is um is why we're here I think um I had two people two very close people to me say um their relationship with God and his unwavering love has given them, has literally carried them through in the darkest moments and the toughest moments where God was literally carrying them, it felt, um, in his unwavering love, you know, when they didn't feel worthy or enough or strong enough to go through their trials and tribulations, just having him as their savior, um, has really made the difference. And I also think that's beautiful. Whether you believe in a higher power or not, I just think having something to believe in, and in this case, a God, is beautiful. I think I keep saying all of these are beautiful. I need to think of better adjectives, but that's truly how I feel about all of these. And mind you, these are all people that like just mean so much to me. So it's it just makes me happy. Um, another person says, the liberation that comes with living for yourself unapologetically and again I'm paraphrasing but essentially they said you know letting go of the need to make everyone else happy and comfortable because realizing that that is an unattainable um feat in life it's, it won't happen so just realizing that you know sometimes it's okay to be selfish and making sure that you're happy and your cup is filled and that you're doing things that really fulfill you and in turn that will repel their words, not mine, repel people that aren't aligned with that. And so, I mean, yeah, just being your true, authentic, highest vibrating self. And if they can't get with it, they can get gone. Like, I think that's the best way to kind of weed through the bullshit and weed through people that aren't meant to be in your life is just being your truest, authentic self, knowing who you are to your core, living that out authentically. And if they don't align with that, they likely will not last long. So <laughs> there we go. That's the T. Um, this one person who's really close to me says, not allowing situations and other people's actions um, to disrupt your peace and to not being reactive and to allowing things to work out how they will and knowing that, you know, having peace and knowing it's the right thing. And they also go on to explain, you know, all of this is just letting go of the need to control and only just controlling what we are able to in our experiences and allowing that to be like the the gift of self right like just I got me I know what I can do in this situation how they react is likely a reflection of them and um if my intentions are pure and my heart is gold then I'm going to keep it pushing um, and, you know, sometimes that ends in loss and sometimes that ends in a greater relationship. Sometimes, you know, that ends in someone trying to retaliate, whatever it is, like just having peace in the outcome and knowing that if you left everything on the table and you were your greatest, truest, most loving, authentic self, that if that person is no longer in your life, then or the situation, whether it's a job, a relationship, a, you know, city that you're moving out of like knowing that if it doesn't align with you then you did everything in your personal power um to make it work and you know sometimes things don't work out and just having peace in that um another one of my close peoples said um knowing that you know i 
can't keep seeking outside, you know, externally for peace and knowing that it comes within and being able to look at our scars and see them as things that make us strong, not weak. So viewing, you know, our flaws, our mishaps, our trauma, our hiccups, our whatever you want it to be as a strength and not as a weakness and something to recognize that, yes, this happened to me. I don't have to be a victim of it and I can use this to overcome. Or sometimes, yes, I'm feeling this emotion. It feels weird. It feels uncomfortable, but I'm going to sit in it um, and, it, you know, looking as that vulnerability and your scars and your wounds as as your strength um, because ultimately you have the power to determine what you plan to do with those things, right? Like you can heal, you can work on it, you can face the mirror, you can, you know, have these hard conversations or you can run from it. And um, that is your choice. But ultimately, again, the peace does come from within and, uh, you know, the best way to find that peace is to look within and face that shit in the mirror. Even when it's ugly and scary, just know that, you know, you're here for a reason. Um, Another uh, friend says, Knowing that, um, I'm sorry, prioritizing relaxation, uh, that your schedule does not have to be full, you know, to feel productive or fulfilled, that existing, just being and, you know, seeking contentment within is enough. And to any of my busy bodies or people who like to kind of just dump themselves into other things as a distraction or whatever it may be, like maybe take a minute to really resonate with this piece of I am enough. I'm worthy. I am enough as I am. I can be alone. I can find peace here. I can kind of wallow in whatever I'm dealing with and um, enjoy it. And, you know, be recharged and replenished to go out back into the world and kind of give again. But just knowing that a packed schedule and social hangs 24-7 is not always necessary for happiness and joy, pure joy. Um, and last but not least, and like I said, I was paraphrasing a lot of these, but last but not least is, um, in a nutshell, one that says accepting being a work in progress and enjoying the process. Um, yeah. Mic drop. I think we can end the episode there. No, I'm only kidding. But that is, I mean, I'm just going to tell you what my answer to this is or what my feeling about, you know, what I find peace and joy in amongst this crazy thing we call life. Um, But very similar to that. I mean, literally, like, just to me, it's the pursuit, right? I've thought about this a lot recently and just realizing that the pursuit is the whole thing. There is no physical pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Um, spoiler alert, we all die. <laughs> Sorry to be morbid. And that's not to be cynical, but like yet to be empowering of the only way out of this is um, death. <laughs> so since we're alive and we're here and we have this daily opportunity and this gift of life that is the joy that is my peace 
and knowing that I wake up with another breath, another opportunity to have a great hot cup of coffee and to have the freedom and the autonomy to journal in the morning because that's what I want to do and to be able to pick up the phone and call one of the closest people to me and have an inspiring conversation and be grateful for them and you know to the ability to move my body daily and the ability to um you know live in a safe environment in a safe neighborhood and to have food in my fridge and a bed like just all of these things a roof over my over my house like a roof over my house I would hope so (laughs) a roof over my head but basically just expressing like gratitude in daily life, in the small moments, in the journey, in this pursuit of things that, you know, we're looking for. I think, like, we can think the joy is finally going to come when I can, when I obtain X or when I achieve Y. That is when I will be happy. That is the pinnacle, and that will never happen. Because sometimes we're so blind to the journey. We're so blind to, we're so deep in the trenches that it's hard to sit back and realize, like, Oh, I'm living the dream or the prayer that, you know, I so longed for two years ago, a year ago, six months ago, and now I'm living it, but I don't have it in me to stop and smell the roses because I've reached it without knowing. And now I'm already like looking for the next thing, right? It's always the next thing, the next thing. This is going to make me happy. I'll be happy when I'm married. I'll be happy when I have kids. I'll be happy when I land this big job. I'll be happy when I move here. And it's like, no, your choice is to be happy now and to find peace and joy in the moments of everyday life and the lessons that you're learning along the way and the people that you're meeting and the conversations that you're having. It's like, it's the whole thing. It's the pursuit. It's the journey because I don't know. I just don't believe. Like, I think the pot of gold, quote unquote, is intangible. What we're seeking purely is joy and peace. And that comes from within you. Because you can move anywhere in the world, have any amount of money, have the baddest bitch or the hottest guy, you know, on your arm as arm candy or like whatever it is, all of these external factors that we think matter. If you do not like the person that you are when you go to bed every night or wake up in the morning, truly nothing else matters. It might in the moment, you might get an instant, you know, gratification or a nice little validation here and there. You know, we love that. We're only human, right? But at your core, you have to understand that it's you all day in your own head, in your own mind, in your own space. If you don't love what you have created or what you're creating or who you're becoming or the things that you're doing daily or the people you surround yourself with or what you're pursuing, like just embracing it all. That is the peace. That is the joy. That is, that's the answer. That's not the answer. Let me stop being philosophical. That is my answer. That is my answer. Because it can be really hard, right? Like, I'm only human. It can be really hard to, you know, sit with life sometimes. Like, I get sad. It's normal. I get angry. Sometimes I get frustrated. Like, why have I not made it to here yet? Why have I not experienced a love yet, right, that everyone has already experienced? Why am I not this far in my career? Why do I not have, you know, this amount of money? Why do I not... Um, you know, like have the, whatever it is, like 
these thoughts can, these thoughts come and go as humans, but it's like the choice of letting them fester because you believe that all of these things is what will bring you happiness or the choice of actually realizing that I can find peace and joy within me and that I don't have to wait for the car or the big house or the fat check or, you know, like all of these things that we materialize and kind of hold on a pedestal of like success or happiness or, oh, you've made it. I think making it looks like peace within you and pure joy. Um, And that comes from just enjoying the process because it is a never ending process. Never ending. Never. It's working day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. Every week, every month, every time. Like, and if, if you're trying, right? If you're like actively trying to become a better person. Um, I only had, I mean, not that it's a bad thing, but I did have two people when I reached out to them to ask them, you know, their peace and joy in this chaotic world. Two people reciprocated the question, um, which I wasn't expecting, but I mean, obviously I've given this a lot of thought. So I'm going to kind of read what I wrote. I'm going to paraphrase it. But um, I said, I've come to recent revelations that the journey itself, the pursuit is the whole thing. It's not the ending. There's no physical pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. What we're seeking is intangible. It's within. It's contentment, peace, purpose, passion, empathy, healed hearts, kindness, reciprocated love, the yearn to leave the world a better place than we started. So for me, it's relishing in the pursuit and finding joy in it. Not only being happy or content when I've reached a goal, but enjoying the lessons I learn along the way and the life that's lived in the in-betweens. The small moments like a black cup of coffee in the morning or an intimate belly laughter with a friend. A beautiful beach sunset, a nice glass of cab. The art of quote-unquote trying to figure it out is so precious and full of fulfillment if we approach it as a never-ending process that we can enjoy instead of tangible goals we try to attain. And last but not least, I also want to add in their community. Um, I brought that up a few times during this, but my friends and my family are my absolute, like, world, (laughs) my everything, and just having gratitude for them and their place in my life and the space that I'm able to hold in theirs, I will never take for granted a day that either of us are living and breathing. Um, that is the most precious thing. Like outside of the relationship with yourself is the relationship with the people in your life. So that is what brings me peace and joy, I guess, in a nutshell, is the journey, the pursuit, the relationship that I have with myself, and thus the great relationships that I'm able to have with everyone around me. Um, so yeah, I I think this is an evolving form of thought. I you know would love I think I will continue to expand on this um, personally and within conversation as time goes on. I think that's the beautiful thing of thought and ideas is you know constantly trying to expand and dissect and I love analogies, you know, so finding new ways to kind of express how you feel. Um, but this felt good I felt good about it um and yeah I hope this was able to give you some sort of aha moment or make you smile or at least kind of resonate in some sense of or even just like I said invoke thought in your own life of 
okay, let me stop for a second and realize like what actually brings me peace and joy because life is going to happen. Life is bullshit. I mean, life is not bullshit, but like bullshit happens and you know, things are going to come up. And so like basically what grounds you, what keeps you going, what just gives you hope on even your darkest days. Um, and we all are, you know, we all have those dark days. So sending love and light to anyone that, you know, has those experiences and um, hopefully sending some bit of clarity if, you know, you feel lost and unable to kind of find find your light at the end of the tunnel. But, um, yeah. So thank you again for listening. If you made it this far, I'm eternally grateful. And hopefully I'll be back soon with some more thoughts and maybe some guests. I don't know. No promises. But, again, thank you for listening to Rant Not Over. I hope you guys have a great day a great morning a great week go get outside get some sunshine drink lots of water and uh, tell your people you love them because life is short peace and blessings y'all bye